Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Witch Talk. We're coming up to our Yule break. I am going to take a break in a couple of weeks. That said, tonight we have a really special treat for you. Uh, We've brought back another member of the Alberta Witches Association Administration team. Tonight we have with us Paige Thompson. Hey, Paige. Hey, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. Just sitting here with a cup of coffee, enjoying my evening. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Coffee in the evening. How do you do that? Um, I'm pretty sure my body doesn't process coffee. I can drink like... (laughs) a liter of coffee and then just go straight to bed it's fine (laughs) my husband's like that too you know your body you know your body doesn't process coffee when you pee and it smells like coffee and you're like pretty sure i didn't get any of that in my body (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's probably a good sign that you're not processing it at all not at all Well, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, I really wanted to have a conversation before uh, the Yule break that uh, Witch Talk is going to take a conversation around deities because there's been a lot of talk with Samhain just behind us, Mm -hmm. Yule coming up, um, deities working with deities um, has been really at the forefront of you know, my experiences lately. So um, I wanted to have that conversation with you. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, so first, because the last time you were on, um, there was kind of a bunch of us. So why don't you tell the Witch Talk listeners about you. Okay. Well, um, I am, I guess, for better lack of a term, or really maybe a good lack of a term. Um, I'm, I'm a hedge witch, I guess is what you would, uh, what I associate myself with. So I've been a witch since probably about 13 or 14 years old. Um, I grew up on a farm, so I had a lot of experience with nature and plants and gardens and animals. So to me, nature made a lot of sense. Like, I got it. I understood it. I understood the process of life and death and the reverence of it. So when I was a witch, there wasn't, I was young. This is like the internet was still kind of a new thing. So I didn't have a lot of knowledge about being a witch as there is out there today. So a lot of it was very instinctual. Um, and I, I was a witch until about, I would say, my mid twenties when I moved to the city and things got really hectic and then I had kids and then I focused on being a mom so I kind of dropped all that up until about the last I'd say two to three years I've been getting those very loud universal (laughs) knocks of being like you need to pick this up again so (laughs) I'm calling you the universe is saying hey girl so (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so what a hedge witch is, is it's um, to some degree, it's a little like a green witch in the sense that a hedge witch really does practice a lot with herbs and plants and uh, she grows her own garden, she wildcrafts. um, But the term hedge witch originally kind of denotes the idea of 
the other woman living on the other side of the hedge in the community. So the woman that was kind of an outcast from the village that did all this stuff like health help birth babies, helped cure a lot of sickness. And a lot of the time she lived alone. She was a spinster, right? Like we're a widow. <laughs> and so she was the other woman on the other side of the hedge. But then there's the metaphorical hedge as well. So a hedge, which also deals a lot with the spirit world, with ancestors, with deities. And when we do that, it's called hedge jumping. So you go from the physical to the spiritual plane and we kind of deal with that sort of side of magic as well. So it's a big practice of like life and death and rebirth and how all of that sort of associates with itself. That's very interesting. And you, I know you very well. <laughs> and I, I, I just, just being around you and having you involved in my life um, is really special because Aww. You don't just practice, but you practice and you are one of the most in intuitive people I know. Oh, thank you, Amy. That's and I really think that um, what you have to offer our listeners, the community that we're involved in, um, is really quite valuable because you have this wonderful way of looking at things in a way that carries so much wisdom. Aww. And I think that you walking that hedge uh, brings that um, to the forefront in, in just who you are. Well, thank you. Well, there is there is a lot of... Um like it's a life it's it's a lifestyle it's a way of living too like it's you can't always separate the hedgecraft i guess from the witch you know what i mean like it's they kind of go together it's it's one and the same absolutely yeah and it becomes an extension of who you are and what you are and how you live your life yes right? and i can i can say the same thing about you since meeting you oh. i oh, mean thanks. you also follow <laughs> A bit, a bit of hedgecraft, I would, I would, I would assume. Yeah, and I with do. you, it's also very instinctual, and you also carry a lot of wisdom and weight and knowledge about you. And I mean, we've only known each other for a year, but I consider you I know. a sister. And to see you grow and develop into yourself has been an extraordinary thing for me to witness, and I'm very proud of you. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Everybody, everybody who's listened, I think, has already knows that I was in a really dark place um, when I decided to come out and stop denying who I am. Yeah. And uh, you definitely um, helped me, uh, you know, st walk my path um, in some of the ways that I'm walking it, for sure. Especially with working with these. Right. You are very... What's the word I'm looking for? Maybe like adapt <laughs> in that. Um, <laughs> I'm a really good listener. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I hear you. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just, um, well, you were inspiration for me to really pay attention to that, right? So that part of me um, and how 
I can make connections in my life um, that will help me, you know, manifest, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I I want, yeah. really, because it's happening and it's it crazy. Is. Here we are on Witch Talk, right? Right. Like, like what? what? Where Where did like that? Like a year ago, from, if right? somebody would have said that, I'd been like, <laughs> what? No. Yeah, there's, there's no, no way, way I do a podcast. What is a podcast? No. <laughs> That's how old I am. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. Actually, I prefer this because I'd rather not be on camera. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm in my pajamas right now, so it's... It's fine. That's perfect. Right? And that's what it's all about. It's having a conversation. Yes. So, yes. deities, can you describe, um, if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. of course, um, your first, um, I don't know what you want to call it, I guess. Encounter? <laughs> encounter. Entanglement? Um, your first... <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it can be an entanglement Mm. depending on who you're working with. Yeah. Um, And 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 who you work with, uh, and maybe why, and kind of just give us an idea of what that looks like for you. Um, Well, I mean, when I grew up, I I loved reading about different um, cultures and myths and deities, and so it helps to have that knowledge as well so that when you are looking to work with a deity and you see those signs it it helps to see those signs because you have the knowledge of what it is that you're looking for so the first real time i had a deity present itself um other than in dreams and manifestations and messages like that but like a clear message was i was actually in cairo in Egypt and wow. that's that's a very cool place to <laughs> like, be <laughs> yeah if you were gonna yeah. get yeah you know connected that's and the place <laughs> I I remember like I, I grew up on a farm with lots of cats and I always remember reading about the Egyptian cat goddess Bast or Bastet depending on if she has a human form she's Bastet if she's purely a cat she's Bast right she gets really angry she turns into Sekhmet um and this is all knowledge that I had acquired reading and stuff like that and I always had a deep connection to cats but I never got the notification from the universe that this deity was interested in working with me as well so when we were in Cairo I think it was maybe the second night there we were there we were there for two weeks in all of Egypt and we started off in Cairo And we went to bed at night in our hotel, me and my husband, and I felt a cat jump on the bed and run across my body. And you know that feeling, because you have a cat. They're like tiny little stick legs, they're like (laughs) jam into your body, and it's a very distinct feeling. Mm. And I panicked, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, Sheldon, there is a cat in our room. There's a cat in our room, or a rat. Like, there's something, you have to check. I made him search the entire room under the bed, nothing. And so we kind of continued throughout Egypt and about every other night I would wake up to a cat sitting on me or running across the bed. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, I swore. No, that's okay. You're allowed. Oh, good. So, and I was like, what is happening? And then finally it kind of all clicked together. I'm like, that's Bast. That is Bast. So at the end of the trip, 
I kept putting out those affirmations like, I hear you, I hear you, right? Like, what do you want me to do? So mm-hmm. we were last day back in Cairo, we were at the Hanakalele market. And out of all these shops, and a lot of them are really cheap touristy stuff, there was a soapstone carving all on its own, randomly in this vendor stall. And I was immediately drawn to it. I'm like, this, this is what I need to bring home. So since I, I did, I brought it home, I, I haggled it down to like five Canadian dollars. I felt really bad. And so, <laughs> but, but not, not that bad. bad enough to leave it there. <laughs> so yeah. I brought home this soapstone carving of Bath and she is beautiful. And since then, she has been a protector of this family. She is a strong protector of my children. And there have been incidences where I have seen her become very protective over me, where she has, in dreams and in meditation, turned into Sekhmet. And thankfully, that anger was not directed at me. (laughs) And, And she has been, she was the very first deity that made a contact with me to be like, hey, I see you, I hear you, I notice you. Do you notice me? Right? Yeah. And so that was kind of the the beginning of that. And then when I started getting back into my witchcraft again a couple of years ago, because of my heritage, and heritage is a very good key too, um, to looking into right. your, your uh, deity that you may or may not want to work with or may or may not want to work with you, is your cultural background. So for me, I'm Slavic, yep. right? And I know you are too. And yes, so when I, I am. first started getting back into it, well, guess who kind of came knocking? Good old Baba Yaga. <laughs> oh, isn't she oh, great? Oh, she is a spitfire, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and for me, it was different than Bass. That was more of a physical manifestation. With Baba Yaga, it was a dream manifestation. The any Anytime I got any sort of message from her, it was always through dreams. So you can, of course, establish a contact with the deity through the dreaming world as well, which Hedgecraft is right. like that, right? Hedgecraft does involve a lot of dream work. And so for her, she's been... She pops in when she wants to. <laughs> I don't tell her what to do. I just ask nicely and hope for the best. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And you know what? It's been in my family to work with Baba Yaga. My my grandmother works uh, still to this day with Baba Yaga. And I'm quite sure that my Baba did as well, although she would never have admitted it because she was orthodox. But still, um, huge presence in my life and I I made a petition uh, and I was kind of like a slap mm-hmm. in the well, face. Well, that's Baba Yaga. <laughs> but that's what it is, face. right? And uh, Yeah, and at that moment, you just really um, I believe that's when my shadow work journey yes. began. Yeah, because sometimes those goddesses that come through aren't all the love and light kind. A lot of them are the dark causing you to go to those deep inner journeys. Now, I, I truly believe that you have mm-hmm. to do that to become truly yes, balanced. Do. I absolutely agree. And I believe that uh, deities um, 
are a strong tool to have in your in mm-hmm. your pocket to to accomplish yes. those things. Uh, I think they're good. I for think so health. too, right? <laughs> and like when when I say like as well, when I say when I work with deities, it's not like I ask them to go do things. I think that's maybe a bit selfish. <laughs> and, and a little Bold bit and like brazen. A, a, probably a and a common it is a very common misconception. Right? Like, yes. So a lot of the times um, when you work with deities, it's your work on yourself that they're they want to help with right yeah 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 absolutely i find those are the the that's when i have my most uh you know real mm-hmm. conversations i think is is when i am doing that work and yeah looking at myself and that's always the hardest thing to do i think um so yes. fast and, and then this year as well there was another deity ah. that presented herself, which vast I understood because I loved Egypt. Um, and mm-hmm. my parents used to joke and call me the cat whisperer on the farm. So that I get. Baba Yaga with my Slavic heritage, I get. But the third deity mm-hmm. that has kind of come knocking um, in the past year, but now that it, hindsight being what it is, I'm like, oh, maybe it's been longer than that. And I just am that oblivious. <laughs> Because sometimes they knock for a long time before you're like, oh, um, is the Morrigan. Interesting. I have had a few experiences with her. One actually was with you the first time that I took notice, (laughs) I'll say, because who knows how long she's been knocking, um, was when we cast that circle in the woods. (laughs) in the, in the yep. dark of night on a full moon. And uh, that was... <laughs> our, our secret secret's out. out. Oh, God. So that was... <laughs> at, at a crossroads. crossroads. That, was, that was an exceptional moment, though. That was a great... Um, it was. A great yes. evening. And so when we were doing kind of some visualization and meditation towards the end of it, I kept seeing a three-headed crow. And I was like, what is this? Right? And mm-hmm. it was one of the other women that we were with. It's like, it's the Morrigan. And I'm like, oh, is it? Maybe. Why? Right? And so yep. I kind of like put that little information on the back burner. And then at Samhain, when the veil was at its thinnest, I did kind of a ritual for the ancestors. And I really got into it. And I'm not going to go into details. Uh, there may have been some nakedness. And so... <laughs> she showed up again and I'm like what is going on I'm like why does she keep knocking and I wanted to answer the call but I wasn't sure how because Mm -hmm. this is not a deity that has really come into my scope my radar and I did a little bit of looking because I do have a bit of a Celtic background on my father's side so again not surprising the heritage side of it but I was looking at Celtic trees right and like the zodiac every month has a different tree and so i looked up december 23rd and so the tree for december Mm -hmm. was uh holly and i was like oh cool but they're like except december 23rd i'm like what why that's my birthday so that is the day (laughs) it is called by the druids it's a druid holiday it's the nameless day so that is the day of a year and a day 
And surprisingly, it is ruled by the Morrigan. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, <laughs> third time's a charm, right? Like, I. Yeah, you can't no, ignore that. No, no you cannot. Anymore. So now I have a little altar set up to her as well, along with Bast and Baba Yaga. So those trio of ladies seem to be the ones that tend to make their presence known. Yeah, that's excellent. But it's interesting because a lot of them are very dark deities. And I'm not a dark person. Like, I deal with death a lot. But I would not consider myself like a warish eater of children. (laughs) Uh, Well, the ones that were thought to be warish (laughs) eaters of children... Right? Yeah, seem to want you. Um, so you must have a, I a think greater so. purpose. And I'm still then. walking that path to find out what that is. And that's yes. the most important thing. Now, I have a balance question mm, for you. Yeah. Age. How about the gods? Ah, yeah. So, working with gods, unfortunately, you know, with the kind of magic that I work with, I focus more on the sacred feminine. So it's not that I'm against working with gods as opposed to goddesses. Um, but for me, I find their energy very tricky. It's, it's harder for me to align with that sort of masculine energy. And that, you know what, in the future, if some pre- pre- present themselves, absolutely. Like I'm not closing the door on that, but it just hasn't happened. Yeah, I um, I can't right? say that I haven't tried, because um, mm-hmm. I have, and for me, it's just not received the yeah. same way. Uh, there's more of a reluctance for guidance, I find. That is my, ba- like, I'm sure that has something to do with the a boundary mm-hmm. that I've placed, that I need to um, break through. Uh, and I think like, that's, that's just how I feel about it. But, um, certainly not for lack of trying because I do believe in the balance of Mm -hmm. the masculine and the feminine. However, I, I definitely am like you and I, um, Mm -hmm. honor the goddess on a more regular basis. Um, for me, I worked with Baba Yaga and have for a very, very long time. Um, and then I've had two um, Greek uh, goddesses um, come knocking. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so. That was an interesting experience for me because I had seen the signs of Artemis, those knock knocks at the window and those, Mm -hmm. hey, pay attention to me and hey, I want to work with you. And I I really got to experience Mm -hmm. that this summer and it was very strong and it was very beautiful and it was very peaceful and serene. Um, and then it was like, it got closer to fall 
and it got closer to Samhain and uh, Hecate yeah. just like blew in my door. Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I didn't expect that. In fact, I was almost like, well, isn't that just mm-hmm. typical? But there's nothing nope. typical about it's, it. It's in- and again, dark got darker thought to be a darker goddess, mm-hmm. right? But you know, some of those goddesses as well, even though they're goddesses, some do care carry more of a masculine energy as well. Like I would consider Baba Yaga, even though she's a crone, like there is some masculine energy to her as well. Yeah. Almost definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Now if you were to, you know, give some advice um, to someone who's just starting to work with deities or wants to start walking down mm-hmm. that path. I mean, you gave me advice and you didn't <laughs> even know it. I just talk a lot. Um, and it's Mark. <laughs> it does. It does. And you don't talk that much. It's really more oh, than oh, bearable. <laughs> I'm more than bearable. <laughs> more than bearable. <laughs> So if you had to, you know, give advice or give a witchy tip or something that you could share with some of our newer listeners about how to start embarking on a journey to work with deities, where would you start? What would that be? I would say start doing some reading on different deities from different cultures. And then from there, mm-hmm. I would say, follow your intuition. Um, and by that, it may be looking into your own cultural heritage. It may be hitting to see what you resonate like from another culture, because that's totally fine too. They don't have to be some a deity within your own culture. Um, well, well, I'm, I'm not, not Egyptian. Greek. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, <laughs> Be patient with them and be patient with yourself and watch and wait and listen and, you know, pay attention to your dreams. And sometimes deities show up, like I had a dream about Aphrodite, but that does not necessarily mean that Aphrodite is a deity that I want to work with or that she wants to work with me. Sometimes those messages just get relayed separately. But if you keep... Yep seeing signs and like seeing the name Artemis show up or seeing her pop up in your dreams or um, symbols symbols right lots of then maybe start taking a little bit more notice and being like okay so why is this deity showing up and how is this deity helpful to me in learning to understand who I am and but just be patient. And you know what? If it takes years, and sometimes it does, sometimes it takes years. And sometimes it doesn't happen at all. And that's okay too. I know plenty of witches that don't work with any deities. And that's okay. That's perfectly that's right. okay. Yep. So yeah, my I guess my main advice would just be, just be patient and listen to the universe for what it has to say. That's sometimes really it difficult, is. isn't it? <laughs> My my grandmother always Aww. tells me that. 
You have to listen to what the oh, I like your grandma. Telling you. Long. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen. You can't just you. Yeah. You have to listen. Um, do you find that uh, in your workings, uh, in your everyday workings, you bring certain aspects of the deities you work with into your oh, daily I'd life? So. I'd say so. A lot of the deities, yeah. you know, I used to be a lot more shy and a lot more reserved. And maybe that's why these darker goddesses keep showing up, is they've given me more of a voice and more of a backbone and more of an inner mm-hmm. strength that wasn't there on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like self-esteem, self-worth. Yes. I said it at the beginning, right? Um, it, it's oh, huge yeah. for your and not health, and not I on the surface anyway, level, right? on a deeper level, you know. Like I, right? I am very comfortable with who I am, and good and bad. And there's good and bad in everybody, including myself. I honor those aspects yep. of myself, and without the work of some of these deities, I don't think I would have gotten to the point where I am. I would t- I would have to agree with you that definitely have been some really raw crying. on the floor, <laughs> you know, crying. Yeah, work. Yeah, um, but they're always there to help you put those pieces of yourself back definitely. together, show you the way. I definitely have been shown the way yeah. a number of times, and you know, I think they just continue to help you learn the lessons that you need to learn in order to move forward to, mm-hmm. you know, increase your awareness and, and become more enlightened. Um, yeah. Every day, every day. Um, it's funny that you brought up the, uh, mm-hmm. the different cultures and working with maybe not necessarily what is your cultural heritage. Um, and not being afraid to do it's so. That's important. really important, important, I think, Paige. Because you read, it, it, who you are today doesn't mean who you, it, it's the same as who you were in the lives exactly. that you've lived before you. And we are a global species. And there is no difference between my humanity and somebody else's. It's the same. We're the same race all over the globe. So we all share to some degree, a very common history, even though, you know, I've never been to Greece, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great segue into our next episode, guys. So our next episode is going to be um, one that we have been talking about doing for a long time. So I think everybody's going to want to do this know this topic. And I'm yeah it's gonna be good but no i'm really Mm -hmm. glad that you brought it up right because it is it's important important. and it's important to have this conversation going into that conversation because we need to remember that we are are a global global race absolutely and i think even as pagans, that can be forgotten. It does. Yep. 
And I think we need a lesson on what that global yep. race looks like. And the deities that we honor and value and work with. Yep. I believe are, are what helps exactly. people. I mean, I'm not Egyptian, but clearly Bast reached out to me. So what am I going to be like? Oh, no, sorry, Bast. I'm mm-hmm. not Egyptian. Can't, can't work with you. Sorry. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Right? It'll just piss off exactly. the other ones to follow. Nobody wants to Who piss wants off to a do that? That's, that's, no. 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 <laughs> they can make your life a that's living right. hell if they so choose. Anyway. Um, I, not that I've experienced that because all of my experiences yes. have yep. been very positive. But uh, even if they were <laughs> on the floor crying. So, uh, well, that's going to bring us to the end of our episode, actually. These they times do. go by I so I feel like fast. we just got started. I know. Well, yeah. we did because there'll be more of these. Oh, I'm If down. you're into it, I'm into it. I'm yeah. down, my soul sister. Excellent. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. So, again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, so, you've got a sneak peek of next week's episode coming up. It's not one that you're going to want to miss. We have a very special guest. She's amazing. She's an electric potato witch. Like an electric potato woman made T-Rex witch. (laughs) I know. There's just too much. But now everybody will know who we're talking about (laughs) without saying her name. No. So we won't say her name. Um, But definitely tune in next week. Thank you for joining me again tonight Paige I really appreciate it, oh, it was and um, my pleasure, to everybody Amy. else listening I'm we're so glad to have you and you. Uh, we'll definitely have you again all right everybody that's Amy signing off for witch talk have a great week